Welcome to Break the Mold. Think of this podcast as a place where you can get your dose of inspiration, motivation, and a shift in mindset as we invite extraordinary industry leaders and have real, raw conversations of how they broke the mold in their industry and share tips on productivity, health, wellness, and everything in between. Hello, hello, beautiful people. My name is Verdana Fortaleza, founder of Clean Beauty Brand, The Lifestyle Co. I am obsessed with everything self-care and have a passion for helping people be the best versions of themselves. With over a decade of valuable experience in business, I was inspired to launch The Life Academy. I am so excited to start this new journey with you. Hello, everyone. I'm Diane Carante. I am a multifaceted publicist with a passion to elevate brands to their highest potential. My life mission is to never lose sight of your inner power. Austin Mills clearly breaks the mold with an impressive resume and having a natural-born entrepreneur, go-getter spirit, going above and beyond in every industry and career goals he attempts. At such a very young age, Austin has been succeeding at an accelerating rate, ultimately creating his own multifaceted platform in business and entertainment. Austin shares on his drive being an entertainer at heart, the power of networking, having strong family role models, and not showing any sign of stopping anytime soon. Tell us about your start, your background. What age did you get into content creating? I'm sure our audience wants to know all about that and then how you progressed in your basketball roots. So I'll kind of start from the beginning. I grew up in West Hollywood. Um, My parents were just getting started in real estate when I was a kid. I have three half brothers and sisters and we all kind of lived under one roof. I just watched my parents kind of grind and hustle as I got older. Um, My dad was supposed to play college basketball at University of Texas and got injured. And so he always wanted me to be a basketball player. And so he was pretty hard on me in my basketball career and honestly, just as an entrepreneur in general. And so I played basketball pretty much my whole life. And I was also doing some business stuff as I got older. I was a DJ in middle school and and a little into high school. I had a clothing line in high school. I had an app in college while I was playing college basketball. Like I was always doing entrepreneurial things. I was all-time leading scorer in high school for basketball. I went and played two years at Pepperdine in college. I went and played two years at Pepperdine in college. And then I went and played two years after that at Baylor. And my senior year at Baylor, we were number one in the country. And I wasn't playing as much as I wanted to, but I was always in the gym kind of practicing. And so one night, my friends and I recorded a video of me shooting a trick shot. And this was before influencers or Instagram posting was a thing. And I posted the video as soon as Instagram came out with videos and it kind of went viral. And I started posting one a week after that and they just continued to catch fire. And that's kind of how it all started. And my senior year, about three, four months in, once the videos had gone viral, the NBA reached out to me via DM and had me fly out to Chicago to work with them for the NBA combine. And that was the first time I had really done anything on camera with the MBA and relating to social media. The power of social media, the fact that you're from LA too, we haven't spoken to many people from LA. So that's awesome that you're an LA native. The fact that NBA reached out to you after a viral video, that's the power of it is just freaking awesome. No, and and I and it was so unexpected because yeah. no one no one knew what an influencer was. No one knew there was a business behind social media, and I think that was the first time that I really saw the vision. And instead of going and pursuing a pro basketball career in another country where I wouldn't see friends or family, I decided to pursue 
the influencing slash content creator career in the US. That's really cool. And then the fact that like, I mean, did you think it was not legit or legit? Did you try to verify how the NBA had sought you out or? I mean, listen, I was blessed enough to be able to have a family that was well off enough for me to be able to come home from college, live at home. And I was kind of making ends meet. I wasn't really making a lot of money when I first moved back from college, but I was making some money. So there was some sort of, you know, uh, proof of concept there that I was like, okay, this could be something. And then, you know, as time went on more and more, you saw people blowing up and things happening and brands reaching out and, and events happening. And you, you know, you started to realize, holy crap, there's something here. And the more and more, you know, I walked around college campus or I walked around LA and people recognized me. I was like, okay, there has to be something here. That's cool. You felt that hunch and you went for it and you followed that. Yeah. You know, how did you think like this all helped you collaborations and how you're able to navigate those types of things to like speak to your brand and you know, however your career took off from there. Yeah, how do you so- think that that all like came around? So when I first started working with brands, I was working with smaller brands and they had smaller budgets. And what I started to realize was the bigger brands had the bigger budgets and the more above and beyond you went with your content, the more you saw on the back end. So I really started to work with some of the biggest brands in the world from Michelob Ultra to AT&T to Nike, Adidas, all these really, really big brands And what I realized was the better my content was for them, the more that they would pay me and the more that they would use the content on their end. And not only is it good to make money, but also to be able to spread my brand and my awareness. So not only am I using it on my side, but Nike is also using that product and pushing it to their following. And so not only was I working with these massive brands, but what I also realized was that there were some cool startups that were reaching out to me that I was like, okay, you know, they might not have as big of a budget, but I'm an expert in social media and I could exchange some of, you know, the quality of my work in exchange for advisory shares or equity or um, just being able to come on board and, and get some interest in those companies and be able to earn some equity and also help them as a brand. That's really impressive because you, you created your own platform practically. Do all that to get into even ne- the next side of business. I mean, well, yeah, I know Jordana is really familiar too with all that. For <laughs> me, it's, it's always about how can we make the brand better, right? So if, it, if I've figured something out and I'm like, okay, well, this is working for me and I'm great. It's working. It's great. It's working for me at this capacity, but how can I take it to the next level after that? So, you know, it goes from earning equity and, you know, smaller equity in these companies to working with bigger companies, to starting a fund, to starting an SPV, just how could I grow one thing I'm doing and take it to the next level? You definitely have that entrepreneur spirit. I hear it in your voice. I mean, tell us about your advisor role (laughs) in these companies. I see that you're an advisor for Drink Koya. How do you say that? Koya. Koya, Drinks Koya, which looks phenomenal. I love the whole concept of plant-based drinks and it's dairy-free, which is amazing. I love everything dairy-free. Yeah, tell us about what your day in the role of it as an advisor looked like for something like that. Yeah, so there's probably, I'd say like eight to 10 companies now that I'm I'm involved with. Um, Amberjack Footwear, Charge Fuse, Luxury Presence, Send It, Drink Koya. I always have a hard time remembering them all. Anyway, there's probably eight to 10 now. And so- It's not necessarily a day-to-day thing, but it's more of, 
a, you know, how can I help the brand accelerate in terms of like posting content or connecting them with investors, connecting them with celebrities, athletes, just different ways that I can make connections or advise these companies on, you know, let's post this on social, let's post that on social, let's reach out, reach out to this person, that person. So it's just basically being readily available to any of these companies on any time they need advice or help. I feel like I need to take a page from your book <laughs> and you should write a book. Um, I can't even like relate to speak to your language. I think Jordana can more so, but I'm still learning in these grassroots myself and just he- like hearing all this. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. Like I just, I'm struck, like, you know, like I'm speechless, but, I appreciate and that. what's really cool, you've accomplished a ton and I can't never not say that enough, but it's really impressive. And all this business talk, you decided to also do DJing. It's fun. It's thriving. And it's such like a different industry for you. That kind of came along. I mentioned earlier that I was a DJ in middle school and high school. And, and that yeah. was a business that kind of helped me grow from, from one place to another place. But it kind of came full circle to me when I realized that I was working with brands and, you know, we would go to events, whether it was for All-Star Weekend or for Super Bowl or whatever the events may be. All of these big brand activations had DJs. And so what I felt was, I was like, I have been a DJ and, and personally think I'm very good at DJing and why not? I'm basically missing out on an opportunity where I could not only be coming here with the brand and posting content with the brand, but also DJing for the brand. So that allowed me to open up my horizons even broader in working with these brands. And now I partnered up with a good friend of mine that I grew up with in LA who's also an incredible DJ. And so now, you know, we're playing a lot of the big clubs in LA and New York, and we're actually releasing some music like in the next three to six months. Do you rest ever? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you, that I I love your go-getter personality. Uh, You know, you are definitely living your best life. I mean, we need to take notes guys. We also see that you have a new show coming out on E!, called drive. I want to know everything about that. Yeah. So ultimately hosting and producing is my main passion. That's what it's been my whole life. When I was a kid, I used to watch Ryan Seacrest and Ellen DeGeneres and Michael Strahan and, and Corden and Fallon and Kimmel, you know, all these people were people that I looked up to. And so that's something that I've wanted to do my entire life. That's, that's essentially what I spend my most time on. And that's my, my biggest passion. And so uh, when, when I started working with the NBA, I was doing hosting with them and I was doing some hosting with young Hollywood and kind of just building the resume and an opportunity came my way. Uh, an executive from E reached out to me for through a mutual friend for an audition. And I went out on the audition and didn't get that role. And another opportunity came her way and she contacted me and say, Hey, and, and said, Hey, we have this show. We would love to see what you would be like behind camera. So instead of just sending her something small, I basically went out and created a full pilot for the show um, and pitched the pilot to the network. And so they brought me on as a host and a producer for the show. So we also produced the show. And so now it's a, yeah, it's a car show for celebrities on ease digital channels. So it's on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. And basically every episode we interview a celebrity and check out their cars. You know, the fact that you pitched the whole pilot yourself, because I remember yeah. 
back in the days when he reached out to me for a reality show, I had no idea what the hell I was doing, by the way, they, they came to me and filmed everything. And then I was thinking in my head, I, how would I even do this? They were not here. You know what I mean? So you did that on your own. That is again, very impressive. My hats go down to you for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the and fact that you're not even 30 yet, what's really cool is that you really put thought into everything and it, and it speaks it's on its own. Like it, it, then it returns the favor because you don't just show up and get on camera. Like you have so much background that you put in, in everything that you're doing. Well, I do give a lot of credit to my parents because since I was a little kid, it's always been, you know, my, my dad has always said to me, like, let's take a quick break and talk about the lifestyle co botanical beach mess. It has clean ingredients like aloe, lavender, and tea tree oil to help moisturize and hydrate your sun drenched skin. Best part, it doubles as a natural toner and is a perfect accessory for summer. You can purchase it on thelifestyleco.com. That's life of the Y. And for our listeners, we have a special discount code for you. Break the mold for 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. You, you have to think bigger. Whatever the situation is, you have to think bigger. He's like, oh, I agree. you know, why is Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos? Not, it's just because he thought bigger. It's not because you know, there's people out there that are smarter than just Jeff Bezos. He's not the smartest person on the planet. He's just always thought the right way and done the right things. And I think that's so important to always keep in mind is like, what's really going to take me to that next level. I want to know what advice or tips can you share to our listeners that are trying to figure out what they want, especially the younger generation, you know, maybe they're still in college or they're out of college. Since you have done all of these things and kind of position yourself from a very young age, which is amazing. What kind of advice do you want to share for our listeners that are still trying to figure it out? Yeah, well, I think there's twofold, right? I think the first thing is everyone's network is very important to themselves. So whether it's friends or it's family or friends from college or coworkers, whatever it may be, think of ways that you can leverage those friendships that you've created in ways that they can help you progress and you can also help them. I always say it's very important for you personally to be valuable to other people so they can be valuable to you in return. So I think finding ways to use your own personal network is one of them. And two, I think it sounds corny, but I would just say find what you're passionate about. Find something that really excites you and just go after it, whether that's investing a thousand bucks or spend a bunch of time making content, just stay consistent. I think find that one thing and go after it and, and don't stop and don't let anyone tell you no. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're just stunned because I had given background on you a bit, but just now even one-on-one with you, it's even more so out of the box. Like, I don't think we expected to have <laughs> such a intellectual interview in a sense where it, it is next level. I mean, you've accomplished in different industries, all the things that you like to do. It's not rocket science or anything. These are just things you love to do. And I think that will carry on with you. Well, yeah. And Jordana, I know we just met, but Diane, we've known each other for a little while. And honestly, honestly, from the time I met you, I I mean, what you guys are doing is honestly incredible. You're everywhere. The work that you guys do is great. You guys work with massive companies and put on great events. And I mean, one thing that I always strive for is constantly pushing the personal brand, you know, whether that's, you know, a podcast or an appearance or a, you know, just showing up to events. 
I think what you guys do is honestly amazing and it's not easy to do. So that's, that's something to be very proud of. Oh, thank you. That means a lot coming from you. <laughs> I mean, you're always on the go. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. One thing I want to know, how do you unwind from all of this? Because I know that I'm an entrepreneur myself and there's certain things that I need to just kind of reset for a while because all these inspiration in front of you. And sometimes you just want to like, okay, take a breather. Do you ever have those days or do you ever, how do you like? No, no, no. hundred percent. I do a hundred percent. Okay. Do. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, that's honestly, I think the biggest curse in my life is that I try to be busy every five minutes and it's not, it's not a good trait. I think it's good to have a side where, you know, you can take some time to yourself. You know, there, there's sometimes where, whether it's a Monday, a Tuesday, it could be a Thursday, whatever. And it's, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, well, damn, I got to lay on the couch for an hour. Like I'm, I'm exhausted. (laughs) So there are times where I'm like, you know what, I can lay down, I can close my eyes for an hour. Like it's okay. Um, yeah, I think another, yeah. another outlet for me, honestly, I think the DJing allows me to let loose a little bit too. I love to party. I love to drink. I love to, I think part of going out and partying and having a good time is meeting new people and creating good relationships. And so I think it's kind of a double whammy because I'm, I'm technically working when I'm out at these clubs and DJing and talking to people, but at the same time, I'm having a good time. You've got the personality for it. It seems like you've got everything under control, Austin. I mean, are we going to see more more shows out there? What are we? As as you can tell, I like to talk. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing, you know, but you know what you're talking about. So it's like different when somebody just does a job and then they, they talk other, other ways. So, (laughs) but you know what I can tell you right now, you've got that, even your voice, you've got that it factor. You know what I mean? I could just tell (laughs) you could just hear it in your voice and you just exude confidence and you also have to carry yourself very well. And that's amazing. So that that was something that, that my mom kind of always told me as a kid is her number one thing and why she's so successful. My mom is like probably one of the biggest realtors in the country now. And when I was a kid, she wasn't, she was door knocking when I was a kid and wow. um, kind of just what I've seen over the years. And she's preached it to me forever, but I've been able to actually see it, see her do it and, and see mm-hmm. and hear the things that people say about her. But the biggest thing that she always told me is to just be nice to everybody. And you don't know the small thing life that can make a big difference. And it's as simple as saying hi to someone in a grocery store or, you know, she's in real estate. So it's as simple as saying hi to someone, you know, in line at the grocery store. And and you never know what that turns into, whether that's a friendship or business, but you never know the impact that you can have on someone. And so that's the way that I try to carry myself. And I have this thing in me where, I really want everyone to like me. And I think that's part of why I want to be an entertainer is because I just want people to enjoy watching whatever the content may be. It's, I think it's a gift and a curse, but I do try my best at it. That means well, we that's think you're a lot from yeah. a talented person. You're giving your all. You got that. So are we going to see you kind of on like selling sunset and be part of your mom's air and the real estate <laughs> what so I do have my license I do sell some houses with her just because it's like something we like to do together we're able to spend time and obviously that you know it's it's good that's really sweet (laughs) Uh, she wishes that I was doing it full-time but that's just Uh not 
of, of interest to me, but we do, we are yeah. working on a, on a, on a family project right now. I can't say too much, but uh, it's been in the works for a little while and um, hopefully it comes to fruition. That's amazing. Well, we can't wait to hear about it. I'm sure we will. <laughs> you just have it. So very impressed with your resume. Thanks. Yeah. I love that you're also humble and you always bring it back to home. So we know you're going places, even more places than you've already done. So, I mean, we have all the confidence and we're excited to see the next chapters and open up for you. Awesome. Well, I'm very happy that I came on and Diane, I'm hoping that there's more that you and I can do together in the future. Yeah, 100%. What's next for you? Where can we find you on social media? So socials are at Austin J. Mills on Instagram and TikTok, at Austin Mills on YouTube, at Mills and Rello on Instagram for our DJing. And then just things to come, music coming out, a couple shows in the works just these are all it's all yeah. a process so hopefully we see a season two of the car show and uh yeah just content on social well thank you so much for hopping on and chatting with us today thank you austin all right guys talk soon catch new episodes every other wednesday on itunes spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast as we invite new industry leaders on how they break the mold also make sure to visit us online at breakthemold.com for updates and follow us on Instagram at breakthemold underscore podcast.